Hello and welcome to another episode of Palette Pod, the podcast about life where we give you a taste of all the different things that happen in our 20s. I'm Andy, and for the second week in a row, today's guest is once again another close friend of my girlfriend's. So please welcome Jody. Hey! Hello! How's it going, Jody? It's going good. Yeah, just Monday, just finished work. How about you? Not too bad myself. So do you want to give a little quick introduction about yourself? So my name's Jody. I'm a friend of Hannah's. And I just finished my bachelor's last year. And I'm working full-time um, in consulting. So first five months in, in my full-time job. And that's me. Ooh, we've got another full-timer in the house. Yeah. So how's full-time work been for you, Jody? It's been all right. Um, I guess I've been talking to some of my close friends and I'm like, oh, kind of having like a little bit of a crisis because mm. I didn't realize how quick full-time work would be after, you know, finishing uni. So still kind of getting the hang of things and yeah, just learning as I go. But it's good. Like so far, it's been all right and definitely learning a lot. So yeah, I guess so far mm. hasn't been too bad. Mm, yeah, no, I've heard some things, but uh, we'll, we'll get into the whole quarter-life crisis a bit later on the show, hey? Yep. in this week's episode the first topic that we're going to discuss is dreams Ooh, dreams not like aspirational like you know what do you want to do in the future those like actual sleeping kind of dreams oh okay so like when you fall asleep like the actual dreams dreams yeah not the dreams that were crushed when your parents said no you can't have that as your dream job type of dream (laughs) Yeah, oh, that hits a bit too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, first of all, do you dream a lot? Actually, lately, I haven't actually had that many dreams. Like, I just sleep. Like, I put my head on the pillow, wait like 10 seconds, and I'm like knocked out. And then I wake up, and it's like sunny. So, no, I haven't had dreams in a while, which is so we- really weird. Yeah. Hmm. 10 seconds, though. Yeah, that's quick. Yeah, okay, probably not 10 seconds, but, like, you know what I mean, like, pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Do you have, like, any, like, recurring dreams or anything? I do have recurring dreams, but not so much, not recently, I don't think. Lately, my dreams have been very, like, kind of like fantasy. They've just been very long, extensive, and just very weird and wacky. But I always wake up and I always, like, remember them, too. So it's kind of strange. Oh, you remember them? Mm, I do. Ooh, wait, what, like, whatever you usually like. Because, like, you know, like, fantasy dreams could be pretty, like, broad, right? Yeah. Well, quite recently, there'd always be, like, sort of familiar environments and familiar people. And then oh. it'll kind of warp into different layers. But one of the layers, just for, like, I don't know, like, a little bit of um, context was I was, like, going up an escalator uh-huh. to, like, in an Ikea. <laughs> but then oh, the, sec- Ikea. the second layer of Ikea or, or that particular ikea wasn't constructed yet but for some reason i was allowed access to it so it's very dark Ooh. like you know generic construction site with a massive like i guess tower but in the middle of the tower there was nothing it's just empty i could stand over the building and look yep. into the building and it'll just be pitch black just like concrete and concrete and it's just very dark and scary well that's kind of so like there's a tower like on top of that. Yeah, so just imagine like an uncompleted building and I'm like yeah. on the side of the like building, but I guess the middle part hadn't been fully filled in yet or constructed. So it's sort of like a 3D square with different layers up. But then the inside of the square or the building is just empty and dark. No lights. Wow, that's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> But that, that that's like the most recent one that I remember, but there's always been very fucked up ones later on, but yeah. Damn. Damn, your imagination mm. runs wild, man. Yeah, it does. It really does. But that's so interesting, though, because it's like, like, what does that sort of mean, right? I don't know, like, I feel like many dreams have different interpretations, mm. but that's a pretty hard one to pinpoint because there's so many things about it, right? Because it's like, you're in like mm. the dark space and there's like that, like something that hasn't been constructed yet yet you're sort yeah. of like tying on top and you're kind of like observing like but mm-hmm. again like everything's sort of empty and dark so yeah it's an interesting context 
and like an interesting mm-hmm. situation, I think. My own interpretation of it was like I was going up an escalator, and and the escalator was like almost like a stairway to heaven sort of thing. So it was kind of scary because uh-huh. I was like, wait, did I like almost die in my dream? And like, I'm at like the oh. gate of like you know yep. <laughs> at the <laughs> ikea construction site and the ikea is like the gate to heaven <laughs> or, or the hell i don't know <laughs> <laughs> ikea the gate to heaven it's like yes. where is heaven where is hell yes ikea yeah. is heaven you're swedish yeah. heaven <laughs> swedish heaven and then god is pewdiepie <laughs> that'd be funny it's like hi felix yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any recurring dreams though i don't have any lately but there used to be a dream where I get chased by a murderer. So it was like a really very like barren residential area, sort of like a bit in the countryside. So you'd like there was like rolling hills of like grass. And then there'd be like a mm. bunch of different small houses. And there'd be like this murderer with like a knife trying to like chase me as I was mm. trying to run away. Which was so weird. And like I tried to like hide in like all these different houses and then like the murderer would keep trying to find me like in the attic and everything and I have to try and like escape from house to house and yeah escape the murderer but I've had that maybe like a couple of times but I haven't had any sort of dreams lately so I don't know what that means overall. Hmm. Well do you have any interpretations? I feel like when you get chased by something it's sort of like you're running away from your like commitments or running away from something that you don't want to deal with. Yeah no I definitely agree with that especially because yeah the idea of running away from something that's trying to catch up to you it's you're trying to like at least probably I was trying to run away from something that was eventually going to catch up to me so I can't really remember Mm -hmm. the context of like when I had a dream but I feel like it's pretty common like you know during exam times like if an exam is coming up and you really haven't studied and you know oh I published this study (laughs) maybe that's why having that like a murderer sort of chase you it's something that's sort of out of your control. Yeah. Might be kind of a stretch, but yeah, like, I feel like it's also like when you feel like you're not ready for something, but then eventually it's just going to come and hit you. So subconsciously, you try to not think about that thing, but you know that, oh, eventually, like, I'll have to face it. Maybe that mm. could also be an interpretation. I don't know. Mm. Quite possibly. Well, Overall, I think dreams is a very weird concept. I feel like psychology, especially as well as a broad, I guess, like topic. Yeah, it's very like there's no like real way to prove it, right? Like yeah, yeah. no one knows the real reason why people dream, and why some don't, and some you know some might dream but they might not remember. And yeah. I think there's like a whole like variety of different theories and stuff. But I don't know if you heard of this guy, um, Sigmund Freud. Oh, Sigmund Freud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the Godfather slash father of psychology, I think. Yeah. Um, Sigmund Freud, the Godfather of yeah. psychology, and also the Godfather uh-huh. of very questionable incestual thingamabobs. Like oh. I don't even know what. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, this is like so off tangent, but he gave like this theory about like how children are like they seek in their partners traits similar to their parents and things like that oh yeah i mean oh. <laughs> yeah it's a bit like oh okay interesting Ooh. but yeah I see. But yeah sorry off tangent though anyway um back on topic <laughs> yeah sorry his theory of dreams was dreams represent your unconscious desires and thoughts and what you wish mm. for i suppose and perhaps your motivations. But they are often driven by repressed and unconscious longings such as aggressive and sexual instincts. <laughs> Don't know why that is an example, but that's what he thinks. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting indeed. Well, he also described that there are two different components. One is like manifest content, which mm-hmm. is the actual images and what you see in your dreams. And also latent content so dreams that have some sort of hidden meaning to it Mm. Mm. so like a manifest is that sort of like mm. very literal like if you're sort of like if there's an exam like you're thinking about an exam then Mm -hmm. in your dream there's like an exam but then if it's like latent there'd be like a symbol that represents that thing Mm. yeah Mm. well 
I believe you've collected some popular recurring dreams over the week. Yeah, yeah. So I had a few friends send over like some dreams that they've been having like over and over. And I figured, you know mm. what? It'd be kind of cool to psychoanalyze them. I mean, <laughs> with their permission, of course. But yeah, yeah, I figured it'd be pretty cool. So shall we begin with the first one? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the first one is, oh, I guess we kind of already touched on this. Um, but running away from something, chasing them. So mm. I've had two people actually come up with this sort of dream. Um, the first person said they've had these since they were a kid. And another one, another friend said that they only have this dream right before they have exams. So, Ooh. yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. Hmm. I mean, I guess it's sort of similar to your one where, I guess, before, like, for example, before the exam, and they hadn't studied. It's like <laughs> a literal, yeah. un- unconscious <laughs> you telling, "Oh, you gotta study, or else you get you'll get killed by a murderer who's chasing you with a goddamn knife." <laughs> you better study, or you're just gonna get killed by like your parents. Yeah. Who like, you got this goal. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I think that's interesting as well. Like, if they've had it since they were a kid, like, I mean, not all the time, but right now, it's like, oh, I don't want to think about it. But again, your body is just basically forcing you to think about it in your dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think? No, I think pretty much the same thing. Like, obviously, when you're sleeping, you your subconscious is trying to tell you something, you know? Like, maybe you're, mm. you've been bottling up some sort of problem and you haven't really addressed it. And your dreams are telling you, you know, you can't run away forever. You have to deal with it sometime, you know? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe your subconscious is telling you to hurry up, you got to let the cat out of the bag or else it's going to get really bad from then on if you keep it. <laughs> no, true. I agree as well. Like, again, it's sort of like forcing yourself to really face the situation. Mm. And it's interesting, mm. like, how the body sort of does that or, like, the mind, I guess, sort of forces you to do that. Yeah. Even, like, you're trying to, sub- like, you're trying to consciously suppress those thoughts, but in the end, yeah, it's your mind that's telling you you need to face those things. And I read as well that some symbols are, are like represent different things to some people. So I guess oh. like maybe it depends like what's chasing them. Like is it like a bear or is it like a murderer? Like or is it just like people? Yeah. But then like again, like what is that sort of symbolized? Because what if a bear kind of a, like instead of something that's menacing and scary or something that's like comfort? Like maybe it's like True. someone that's been trying to like, you know, get too close to them and they're kind of just like, oh, commitment. And then they're running away from that. <laughs> You know, maybe, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, there's just some things I've read about that that were pretty interesting. Mm. Pretty cool. That kind of reminds me. One time I had a dream. Oh, yeah. Like, it was some sort of like abandoned hospital sort of vibe. Oh, no. And I was there with all my friends. And one by one, people just kept disappearing. Jeez. And <laughs> and turns out that the murderer was one of my friends and then <laughs> I'm like oh shit and I was just literally running away from him you know just trying like Andy come back and I'm like oh my god <laughs> and I, I, I remember like very vividly as well like when I woke up was when I got to a car tried to start the car but then yeah. as I'm adjusting the mirror like the rear view mirror like my friend pops up from the back seat and I woke up which we sat right up and I was like, oh, shit. Dude. <laughs> Bro, why are you so half. scary? Oh my god. It was a nightmare and a half. I used to keep a dream journal too. And I have a, like a bunch of them written down from like ages back. But we'll see if we have time to um, get into them. Oh, that's cool. I feel like having a dream journal would be really interesting to like reflect on. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I haven't read some of these in so long, and they seem very weird to me. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, back to the other recurring dream. So the second one is teeth falling out. I felt I think that's a fairly common recurring dream that people have, right? Oh really? I've never mm, had. A, I think so. I've never had a dream like that. But like, have you had a dream of like, when your teeth fell out? I mean, I haven't, but I've heard a lot of people have. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think it means? I found it pretty intriguing because you losing your teeth, I feel like, is symbolic of 
a change of state or like growing up right because mm. you know when you get when you're newborn you have like no teeth then you like yeah. you know grow your teeth baby teeth and then as you grow older you lose your baby teeth to get you know mm. your adult teeth and then when you like when you get older like old older you start losing your teeth and then yeah eventually that's the end of your life right yeah so in a way i feel like losing your teeth is sort of symbolic of something's changed or like there's a big change that's coming coming up or that has came up and mm. it's sort of like yeah your mind trying to process that maybe i think it does have something to do with change but whether that's positive or negative i guess it really depends on the person right because mm. in a sense it could be positive meaning that you know you can change and kind of like grow and like personal growth sort of thing but yeah. it could also mean that you're losing something that you kind of had so maybe you have to sort of um make some sort of compromise or something like that i don't know yeah you're right yeah Mm. that's a good like perspective to have because i've always sort of interpreted it as like a negative thing but in a way like yeah it's definitely can also be positive because like Mm. yeah changing up like you know like losing your baby teeth for adult teeth is a sign of growth like positive growth yeah yeah, I guess it really depends on the context. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like what it sort of means to that person. But well, I didn't think of it that way. That's pretty. That's a pretty good insight. I mean, I, I can read here that um, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> <laughs> good old Freud. His theory like, with teeth falling out, because apparently he has one, and even though he's what, he was born in, in 1856, apparently back then people had dreams of teeth falling out. His theory, classic Mr. Freud, thinks that this dream represents sexual repression. Teeth falling out in a dream is considered a symbol of castration and fear regarding the male genitalia, and it can relate to anxiety about sexual interaction with a partner. Oh, wow. Okay, well, whoever gave me this dream, if you're listening right now, man, you gotta call up Sigmund Freud, man. You got some issues or something. I don't know. Uh, I feel like Sigmund Freud is going to be he's going to make constant appearances throughout this episode I reckon <laughs> I think so there will be a couple of meme after this it's like oh, oh man. you want to take the next one <laughs> kind of vague it says recurring detailed story dreams so um, I'm not really sure what this means but I asked the person and basically it was like sort of dreams that kind of have a movie like storyline so you have like you know your set up and like there's a big complication and then yeah. all of a sudden there's a plot twist and then yeah even within the dream that plot twist like it makes sense it's interesting like how we're able to sort of replicate the sort of like movies that we've watched and kind of create our own versions of it mm. yeah almost all my dreams are very detailed and movie like i would say like there's it's mm. very long i feel like i've dreamt for like a whole day and a half like Sometimes when I wake up, I'm like, wow, I almost like lived another life in my dream. Oh, wow. Also, like, mm. like a whole passage of time. Like, do you, yeah, I don't know, like, yeah. is it like over days, like months, or like even years? Like, no, nah, it's usually only like a day. Or sometimes my dreams feel like I'm living like another life, <laughs> which is kind of scary. Like, it Ooh. feels real to me. So maybe it's like me in a different like dimension or timeline, you know, like I kind of have read about the whole multiverse theory. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, quant- quantum physics. Things. Yeah, parallel quantum universes physics. and yep, all that jazz that I don't know. It's very hard to really put a like pin on the exact reason why I have these sorts of dreams. But yeah. That's cool. Like, I guess in a way, it's sort of like escapism, right? Yeah, kind of. Hmm. It's cool how we have like detailed dreams, right? Because I don't think I've ever had, like, I don't, I don't have them often enough. But my dreams are never so detailed that they last for like a day or anything. Oh, really? Hmm. I mean, yeah. maybe you do have those dreams, but you remember them. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right, and then the next one is angry dreams. Have you had an angry dream? Oh, an angry dream. Yeah. I don't I don't think I personally have had an angry dream. I have heard of like sad dreams, like maybe, but 
No, I don't think I've ever had like an experience where I became angry in my dream. Ooh. What about you? Have you ever had one of those type of dreams? I wouldn't say angry. No, not to my like knowledge. But there is one instance where dreams have been very violent and just very oh. like bloody. <laughs> oh, or the dream of like your friend being the murderer. Yeah, like, like, that's one example. But another one, which kind of goes into the territory of lucid dreaming, which is another whole different umbrella of dreaming. Do you know what lucid dreaming is? Is that like when you, you're aware that you're dreaming? Yeah. Mm. Have you had a lucid dream? That's cool. I've tried, I've like physically tried to lucid dream because there's like a different, there's some like strategy you can do and you can sort of. Like, yeah, uh-huh. just make yourself aware in the dream, which is oh, no very way. cool. Yeah. So what I read, like, years ago when I tried to do it, because um, I think in 2009 or 2010, the movie Inception came out. And in Inception, it's literally all about dreams. And, oh, yeah. like, yeah, like, lucid dreaming is a very... I think it got popular since then. But the whole strategy of lucid dreaming is... You sleep on your back. That's the key number one, I think, from memory. And then the second most important thing is when you're dreaming, or before you sleep, you tell yourself that you need to do something in your dream. Oh, so like, for example, like if I'm drawing, like I need to draw. And then in your dream, you start drawing, then you know, oh, I'm looking Uh, at But think, think something that would kind of break the reality because obviously you can draw in your dream and draw in reality right but for me mm-hmm. what i did was i would stab myself with a pencil like my hand so my, the pencil would go straight through my hand and i'm like okay cool i'm dreaming because oh, you know because i wouldn't because i wouldn't stab myself you know in real life because like me physically i'd be like wait no like you'd be really hesitant to do it right yeah 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 so um, one time when I actually like successfully did it was I stabbed myself um in the hand and I'm like oh shit cool I'm actually lucid dreaming so I was just flying around the city. <laughs> Yo, that's so cool! Like yeah, I don't think I've ever met anyone that actually successfully pulled off lucid dreaming. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's but it only happened cool. once. But I was really young too, so maybe that was the reason why. But <laughs> sorry, a bit off topic. But back to the, my violent dream. The reason why I mentioned lucid dreaming was because I think in that dream I had some sort of control over mm. um what happened. Mm. I was like in some I think it was some sort of war scenario and I was like kind of like stuck in a really sticky situation where it was me versus like 80 or so like I guess enemies that had like you know army suits black SWAT suits right. on right. and they had like guns and swords and I'm like oh shit I have no I have no like any form of weapons, and I can't beat up, like, 80 people. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. what I did was, I was like, okay, I need to either wake up, like, force myself to wake up, because I didn't want to die, or I would try something else. And magically, like, two, like, sort of lightsabers appeared at, like, from my hands. <laughs> lightsabers, And then I just yeah. literally just sliced up everyone. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yo, that is pretty violent. Okay, it's very happen. violent and very gory. Like, I don't want to go into the details, but that's a little, you know, blood and gore everywhere but yeah that's just a very weird example that i had <laughs> i feel like that's such a like it seems like kind of like you're venting in like your dream right because not yeah, like venting possibly. but like yeah letting like letting letting loose and letting off steam it's like um oh, I'm... <laughs> oh, do you know that game beat sable yeah ah, oh, true yeah <laughs> like beat sable but... without the music <laughs> Yeah, be said without the musical notes, and it's just people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, but it says here that school life setting is another one of the recurring dreams that you've got from your friends as well. Yeah, yeah. So like school life setting, like primary school or like like high school. And interesting, it's like with all the people that that person knows. So like, I don't know if this is what they meant, but. I've had this sort of dream before where I've had like my high school friends um, and we like sort of like were hanging out like we were in like primary school kid mode and we were yeah. like hanging out in primary school so like I feel like that just feels like maybe it's like I wish that I had more time to hang out with these people like oh that's a good way to interpret it yeah yeah 
because like I feel like as a kid that's sort of when you have like the most freedom well I guess well not for everyone I guess but for me right that was like when I had the most freedom like I was in before school care after school care so I was like always at school like playing and things so for me I guess it was like I wish I had more time to yeah just hang out and play with my friends oh I've never thought of that in that way hmm. so what did you think like what do you think um like how would you interpret it no because I also have very similar dreams like in your example you're in primary school but you're with your high school friends like there's no reality where that would happen you know mm, yeah but then for me it's kind of the other way around i have my primary school friends in my high school environment oh okay but then but then sometimes that would merge into my high school people like my high school like people that i met in high school would be there too but like the general like i guess setting and like dream location would be high school it's always high school but maybe yeah. it's like the opposite. Like maybe you wish that you had more time to spend with your childhood friends, right? Because mm. like Possibly. I don't know. Like, yeah. have you been able to sort of hang out with them for a while, or not really? I mean, not really. I mean, the only interpretation that I got when I thought about this like a long time ago was they're just people that I know, <laughs> and my my <laughs> brain needs to fill my brain needs to fill people with faces that I am familiar with. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that could be the case if it was like you know like kind of like background characters in your dreams yeah but i feel exactly. like if it's too specific to a school then maybe yeah. it does have some sort of meaning like mm. and who knows maybe it's like not even the actual people that's like that representation right it's just like those people are representation of a certain time in your life so maybe it's more yeah. like you want to go back to those times I don't know, but yeah. that could be one way of thinking about it too. Mm. I think another reason why I have so many like school location-based dreams is uh-huh. that my recurring dream of forgetting where my locker is. Oh, wait, forgetting where your locker is at school? Yeah, like I'm like, wait, isn't it here? But then I'm like, wait, I'm like, no, it's not. Like, you know, where am I? Like, where, where did I, where are my books? Like, where do I put my books? Where's my locker? Like, I don't remember where it is and i spend like what feels like hours trying to find it and it's just always been like you know a recurring dream i think i mentioned it in like one of the first episodes or of this podcast where i either forget where my locker is if i'm in a school or mm-hmm. i forget where i park my car <laughs> oh i remember the park your car one as well yeah um, and you yeah. said like you would drive oh like you were in the car but then you were able to drive or is that was that, yeah, was that like my, my brakes don't work my brakes don't work yeah oh dude i feel like of that one because like honestly i feel like that episode was kind of like what inspired me for this topic so oh really <laughs> yeah i was like oh that's so yeah. cool like i wonder what that means but yeah, yeah i always thought like yeah maybe it means like a lack of control i don't know yeah no that's exactly what i thought like maybe i don't have control over like i mean Personally, I like having control over things, and maybe something's happening that I can't stop or I don't have control over, and I'm worried or scared about it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's yeah. a very normal thing as well. Because, like, especially, yeah. like, what? We're in our 20s, so things move yeah. by really quickly. Mm. So it does feel like things can get out of control very fast. At least, like, maybe it's just, like, things change at a pace a lot faster than what we were used to. So it feels like things are going out of control. But I guess if you're still in like the passenger seat of your car, then there's still that like opportunity to like take back that control. You know what I mean? Yeah. A good interpretation. I'll take that into my list of reasons why I think I can't break when I drive. Or maybe it's like a premonition that your your brain is telling you to like go to do maintenance on your car. It's like yeah. In the next like two days, <laughs> you have to go down. take your oh, car. No. He's gonna have a breakdown. I mean, hopefully not touch wood, but yeah. Premonition. I think that's a very good way of describing dreams sometimes too. You know the feeling of deja vu, right? Yeah. Yeah, I strongly believe that half or more than half of those feelings when I get deja vu, I feel like I've dreamt about it before. So there's a part of me that thinks I'm like sort of clairvoyant or I can predict the future. 
So I'm just waiting for the day that I dream about like my winning tattooer numbers. <laughs> Dude, that's such a mood. Like it's not even dreams though. It's like you know sometimes as you fall asleep, you kind of like see images and like does this happen for you? Yeah, like, you yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, you're kind of like half asleep or half awake, and you kind of see things, but then you kind of like jolt awake or you, I guess, snap back into consciousness. But then it's yeah. weird, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, not even like, sometimes not even images. It's just like certain phrases. Like, oh. I swear there's like some, like, I fall asleep and then like, I see like my mom saying some sort of sentence, right? Like, like oh. I can he- kind of hear the sentence, but not really. But later on, like a couple of days later, like, I feel like she says that sentence, like the exact same one, but I can't actually remember. But it feels like, oh. oh did you say this already at some point? I don't know. Oh, wow. But who knows, man? Maybe we're actually just both clairvoyants. True. Or maybe this is like when when we're asleep, our ourselves in the other dimension are awake. Oh. And we're kind of like we're switching or swapping consciousness, maybe, or like we get like a in depth look into what they're living. <laughs> Damn. Oh. And then somehow, because we've already seen that it sort of replicates into our parallel world as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Quantum Shit. physics. Quantum <laughs> physics. Physics gang in the chat right oh, now. Man. <laughs> There's also one other thing that I'll quickly gloss over. Do you mm-hmm. have sleep paralysis? Or have you ever gotten sleep paralysis? Bro, I've, I've had it like three times and every time. Oh, really? So bad, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Okay, okay. So the first time, oh, okay, the first time it was like I was sleeping on my back. Okay, by the way, for all of these, I was sleeping on my back. So maybe that's like a thing that's related yeah. to it. But mm. I was sleeping and I could see my door open, right? So I, no. the way I sleep, my bed, my bed is like facing the door. Yeah. So I could see my door open and like, sort of like my mom is kind of there like she kind of walks in and she stands next to the bed right oh my god no yeah oh she's just trying to wake me up it's like it's pretty sunny already she's just trying to wake me up for breakfast and i was like oh okay yeah but then she started putting her hands in my chest yeah and then she just kept on slowly pushing down on my chest and i was like oh my god this is kind of weird but like she just wants me to wake up and then she just keeps pushing and pushing and it just starts to hurt. And I was like, yeah. whoa, what the fuck, right? And then so I was like, stop. So I turned to my left with my hand. And I kid you not, dude. I swear I could feel hair, like long black hair. And I could see it on the corner of my eyes. I could see long black hair and I, my hand sort of like wished up against it. But then when I yeah. fully turned to the left, no one was there. Oh my god. My door is closed. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah, see that that's why I hate sleep paralysis because it's always similar. Like it's always like you feel like you're awake. Oh technically you were awake, right? Yeah. 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 Like that shit drives me insane because I hate paranormal stuff. So and I think that crosses the line with like in terms of paranormal because you know that's very certain. I'm pretty sure that was a ghost. <laughs> or some yeah, sort of like dude. bad spirit, right? Like, Yeah, 100%. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. But damn, that must have been scary having like a really strong force on your chest and you can't really do anything, right? Because you can't move. You're like, it's like, oh shit, like uh, I can't breathe. And then, yeah. Yeah, like it was weird because for that one, I was still able to sort of like move to the left like pretty quickly. Like yeah. I was sort of like, you know, able to sort of, like, touch it. But then, like, the other times I had sleep paralysis, like, you're right, like, I literally just couldn't move until, like, the event was over. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't have sleep paralysis and I was, like, an actual ghost. Man, but, I mean, I think a lot of the theory behind sleep paralysis is, like, there's, like, bad spirits sort of, like, like, hurting you and you feel like you're awake because, you know, something's there or someone's there, mm-hmm. but you can't move because, obviously, like, in the real world, there's nothing there, but like, I guess in the spirit land or whatever, I don't know what the correct term for it, paranormal being spirit yeah. is like actually like hurting you 
physically or trying to hurt you but yeah i don't know yeah no i agree as well like i don't think it's explicitly like said but like oh not explicitly but like basically in islam we have this thing like called jinns which in a way is like sort of like yeah like beings that live in like a parallel realm and sometimes Mm. they can cross over and although like they're not inherently bad like they're kind of like humans like you have good jinns and you have bad jinns and yeah yeah, i guess maybe sometimes this bad jinn might kind of hurt you so yeah maybe that's also like that's definitely like the thing like i think it's a thing for the other like instances of sleep paralysis like the second and third time did you have like the same like similar like you know long-haired lady oh i didn't have the long-haired lady i had a different lady oh Oh, no 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 no, i don't like ladies (laughs) (laughs) i only have hannah hannah's the only lady in my life oh god ghosts scare the shit out of me but anyway keep going i'm very intrigued yep yeah oh this one was even worse because i was i was also lying on my back yeah and then so i could sort of see like this purple sphere thing kind of like go from the left of my bed to the right and like i didn't see it at first like it was sort of kind of this like see-through like how do i explain this it's like if you try to shine light on like a mirrored surface it's kind of like shiny yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of like a warped Right, so it was like kind of like a warped part of, yeah, like that area, and then all of a sudden it changed to like a purple like sphere, and then when I sort of like registered it was a purple sphere, I think it noticed me, and then it just oh. suddenly transformed this purple sphere to like this black robed like figure, and it jumped what the on me. Fuck, dude, bro, it jumped on me and it started shaking me. Well, it was oh, on no. and it kept like it kept making this noise like it was kind of like ah, ah, like i can't i don't know if it's registering but yeah it's like, a, uh-huh. like one of those really like long yeah. and like yeah those long groans like the really oh, like no ones yeah it freaked the shit out of me and i literally couldn't, How old like, were couldn't you? scream this is like this is like last month what yeah i'm not kidding Last month? Oh my god, someone needs some exorcism, I think. Oh my dude. Dude, this house needs some freaking exorcism. Like, you need, like, all the holy water. Just pour it down. Jesus. Oh dear. That is quite freaky. Mmm. That was pretty. That was. I think that's the worst one I've had so far. Yeah, that that seems very. I think I would struggle to sleep the next night. Like, oh my god. That's, That's so symbolic, though, because, like, I feel like. Like you know, like any sort of like sphere, it's like a sort of like a like a spirit, right? Like it's floating around. Yeah, then yeah. like maybe it's like you know, um, I guess non-violent. But then when you notice that, it just you know transforms into like it's like um Not human form, form. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? That's that's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But, yeah. You know what's the worst part about it? Like. I'm not the only one in this household that has sleep paralysis oh. sometimes. Oh. Like, it happened to my mom one time as well. Like, not that violent, but basically, she was sleeping, and then she also had a figure, like, oh pop my... up next to her. Oh, yeah. But not as scary as that. Apparently, she was really, she was, like, the figure was wearing really modern clothing. Like, she was wearing, like, a oh. white jumpsuit. Yeah, she was just wearing a white jumpsuit and a bob cut. I'm like, oh. Okay. Not oh no, worse. that's even worse. I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I I, I kind of associate jumpsuits in some sort of a mental institution. You know, like oh god. Anyway. Oh oh, I was thinking of like those fashion jumpsuits. Ah oh, okay no, maybe I've watched too many horror movies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm wrong. Uh, and it was actually a mental institution like jumpsuit. Oh, I should damn. ask her later. No, no. Oh. I don't know. The third one is so it wasn't that bad, right? Hopefully, I mean they sound all they all sound really bad, but I hope the third one isn't as bad. I think the third one, no, the third one wasn't too bad. It was sort of similar to that first one, but I think there's yeah. just like someone just like looking at me from a distance. Oh, that's even worse! Oh my god, is it worse? <laughs> I know, I don't know, like. And then the th- I think it's worse because then you notice it, right? Like obviously you're you know sleeping, you're on your back, and then you just kind of look, and then you, 
seeing someone, I guess, stare at you from really far away, and then I guess maybe when you wake up and it's gone, like I think that's even worse because for me, I would constantly think about that scene the whole day, and it just won't escape my mind. Okay, true. Yeah, no, you're right. But I think about it that way, it does feel like so much worse because, like, what happens if you kind of see it in the corner of your eye as you're walking past like things? Oh, that reminds me, like, I know it's kind of off topic, but my house has a lot of, like, weirdly sharp corners. Oh, okay. And, and like, basically the front door all the way down to the kitchen is, like, one long hallway. Yeah. So, like, if you're looking at the front door from the kitchen and it's nighttime, it's just, like, a pitch black, like, path, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have like these like intrusive thoughts of like some thing. Oh like, yeah, no, I get that a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was same. I mean, like, oh, do you no. tend to like? Do you <laughs> tend to see things like in the corner of your eyes or anything? Not. So I mean, so I feel like sometimes I do, but I just kind of like snap out of it because something about me is that I get really paranoid, right? For instance, yeah. like there's a school next to where I live and when I'm driving home from work and I get home it's like what sometimes it's 10 sometimes it's like 11 30 almost midnight and uh-huh. there's like a lamp that's always on and sometimes there was one time that it was just kept flickering onto like the seats oh no and I'm just, I'm just like oh shit like what happens if I see something there I'm just like oh my god I'm not gonna be able to sleep and like, I get really paranoid because I don't want to look but then mm-hmm. I, I end up looking anyway, and sometimes it's like, oh, like, maybe my um, imagination or maybe my brain's playing tricks, but sometimes I see, like, a black shadow just, like, kind of whoop around, oh, and, like, no. around and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so oh, I just fuck. quickly, I shut, the, I shut the car door, I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I lock, lock the door, run to the garage and close the garage, I'm just sitting there waiting, and I'm like, oh, God, because at this time my parents are asleep as well, so I'm, like, the only mm-hmm. one, like, awake, that's, so like, <gasps> really scary, but. No, I would hate that. I would hate it so much. Yeah, it's not fun, but um, that's why I kind of try not to sort of, you know, have some some intrusive thoughts in that in that domain because I'll get mm. freaked out and I won't sleep. No, yeah, hundred percent. Because you work at a hospital. Yeah, I mean, I will work at a hospital hopefully, but um, yeah, hospitals at night also very freaky. Yeah, dude, I can imagine. I I would I would freak. Because, like, mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a cousin who used to work as, like, kind of, like, the security for one of, for one of the hospitals. Oh, no, that's the worst job, yeah, you know. <gasps> yeah, and he would say, like, he had, he had so many stories from, like, the nurses there about, like, all these paranormal things happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, have you ever kind of seen anything, like? No, I mean, I, I, I'm not there at night, so thankfully I haven't. But oh, I feel okay. like... I, like a, a common thing with um like i guess hospitals is just like yeah paranormal stuff i feel like happens a lot at night because obviously in hospitals people die there right and yeah. i have a belief that like when people die maybe sometimes they don't really like fully pass you know their mm. spirit kind of lingers in the real world for a bit yeah and like i mean personally thankfully i haven't had too many like paranormal experiences but i know my parents have and some stories that they tell are just freaky oh really it's just very eerie and freaky but as a security guard like your cousin like it's your job to look at cameras and to walk around the hospital to look at things and you know be alert i guess so fuck that's so scary (laughs) dude so wait so your your parents have actually had yeah Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they have. And there's one popular one that I guess I, they talk to me about a lot because it kind of involves me as well, partly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I was about a couple of months old. <laughs> so I was like a tiny, oh, tiny infant. Um, I'm already freaking out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, it's, not, it's not as scary as your one. Like, your... your um, paralysis dreams or you know events are way more scarier trust me but i was young i was sleeping obviously as babies do Mm -hmm. and my mom was um sleeping too 
and apparently she felt something touch her feet because her feet were sort of hanging off the bed. And in this household that they were living at, apparently a night, the night before, my uncle sort of had the same thing. Certain members of the household had been having like weird people like touch them uh, when they're sleeping or just like very eerie feelings or sensations that someone is there or just present, oh, I guess. Man. And uh-huh. that particular night when I was sleeping, apparently, my mum was like, oh, she saw someone, like, at the end of her bed. And they were, like, kind of, like, touching her feet and they were just, like, wiggling around. And, like, she saw that there was, like, a pair of eyes just looking at her. Oh, my and God. apparently when this happened, like, I woke up and I started crying and screaming pretty much and yelling. Like, it always happened, like, after these events sort of happened, because it did happen for, like, quite a bit. I'd always wake up and start crying. Shit. Dude, that's, so like, that is, that's scary. So it's like, because you know how babies have some sort of like, like intuition, you know, like mm. when they're sleeping and, you know, like there's always stories about like babies sleeping and then like something bad happens and then something starts crying or like they start crying. Yeah. So that's yeah. why my mom was like, oh, like she was like 100% certain that there was some sort of out of this world paranormal being just in that house and because I started crying afterwards 100% all the time, she was like 100% convinced that that was the case. Yeah. Dude. Oh, that, that's actually like, I feel like that's straight out of like a horror movie, right? Yeah, like I have know. Setting, like, yeah, oh yeah like you have that setting, right? It's like, oh, something feels off and then your baby starts crying and it's just like, Crap, do I right? check on the baby? Like, yeah, like, oh do God. I check on the baby? No, because I, I was sleeping with her though, like in the car. So, yeah. Like, it, luckily, I wasn't in a different room because that would be even worse. <laughs> yeah. No, I would, uh, dude, that would be, yeah. Like, you'd have to go, obviously, you have to go and check, right? Because you're a parent. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, you basically know something is, something is going to go down. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. What did you guys do? Like, did you still live in that house for a while? Like, or did you move out? I mean, I was young, but to my memory, I think they moved out shortly afterwards. Mm. Good, Which good idea. A, a good, a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a good that house sounded very haunted, and to to think that I was young and I stayed in that house for a, for a year or two. Ooh. Ooh, <sighs> idea. Yep. I feel like this episode is gonna scare a lot of people. So apologies for the <laughs> the dark transition to horror and paranormal land, but. I guess this is where the direction of the episode is going to. We're a couple months early from Halloween, but hey, happy yeah. early Halloween! <laughs> uh, maybe I should put like a like a warning: do not listen at night. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they can but, listen to it and just have a nice surprise. I'm quite surprised because I actually, honestly, haven't heard of many like sleep paralysis experiences that have been that dramatic. Because a lot of the time, I think people just have, like, uh, they don't see anything. It's more so, like, a feeling that they have, you know, something's holding them down, mm. which is most of the case. But to have someone, to have, to, for you to see visually and audibly, like, someone or something just on top of you and, like, you know, strangling you or, you know, like, holding you down, making those creepy noises, that's just a very, yeah, I... I'm sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I did, but I feel like they kind of have like a personal vendetta against me. It's like, oh, it's, it's this bitch again. Like, let's, like, let's I would get be traumatized, <laughs> like hardcore traumatized for a week. Like that, I, I had goosebumps like hearing that for the first time. I'm like, oh, geez. Like, I was like looking around. I'm like, oh, no. Well, um, I guess me, future me talking to my signposting me of 45 minutes ago or an hour ago, we will not be going through our quarter life crisis anymore <laughs> so um i guess we can stay tuned for that maybe sometime in the future i think it'll be a very nice discussion topic but um i think we should wrap up now because we've gone a bit a bit over time unfortunately but yeah yeah uh but before i end the show um very dark and scary end i suppose do you have any recommendations for our viewers jody about something you've been listening to or watching or reading, I guess. Oh, okay. I kind of do have one. Yeah. Mm. So 
I guess this episode has been like pretty dark and like scary and yeah, I guess yeah. pretty frightening <laughs> in general. So for those that enjoy anime, I recommend watching this show called Yudu Camp, which is basically a very laid back slice of life show about a high school club that goes camping. So mm. essentially what the story is, is that um, it's a high school club a high school camp club and every like sort of week or so they go camping to like a different site and yeah. all these sites are like actual places in japan oh yeah so they tell you actual campsites as well as like all the um tourist spots around them so like the geo spots yeah. as well as like nearby onsen and like restaurants and it's specific for both solo camping as well as um camping with a group of friends so I know it's not super relevant to us in like Australia, but yeah, I guess like yeah, people ever really want to travel to Japan and yeah, have a look at sort of the natural sort of um, tourist spots and yeah, geological spots. It's definitely a cool anime to check out, and it's super comfy okay. as well. Yeah, and also if you like get freaked out from like sleep paralysis, also watch the show, <laughs> but you don't have to think about it. <laughs> Laid back camp. It's on Crunchyroll ah, as well. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll definitely check it out. Seems pretty interesting. Mm. Informative slice of life camping anime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the episode really went on a completely different <laughs> tangent to what I first thought it would be. But you know, <laughs> it's been a very interesting and very intellectual conversation. So thanks for um guesting this week. Thanks for having me. Anyway, to those listening at home, if you enjoyed, make sure you subscribe so you know when a new episode releases. And don't forget to rate five stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And I'll see you guys, not next week, but after the Easter break. So take care and enjoy. See ya. See ya.